Welcome to Lou Marks The Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Today we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter, and so does America. Propaganda is an important tool to win over the majority of the public who do not support the Black Lives Matter movement, which let's refer to from here on as the BLM. And the current mainstream fake news media, along with the Democrats and liberals, are more than happy to accommodate this. It serves to push forward the BLM's radical program, which requires the acquiescence, support, participation, and even subservience of broad sectors of the population, including celebrities and even politicians. News outlets from home magazines to the New York Times are running profiles with the BLM that portray them as country gentlemen and women who are vegetarians, play catch with their dogs, take romantic and post-meal strolls, and hold only peaceful gatherings, and even liking them to the new flower child generation, reminiscent of the 1960s. The news media are able to engineer a complete transformation of the BLM's public persona. They accomplish this by focusing on only African-American victims, innocent or not innocent, doesn't matter, by showing them as almost saints, and with their children, and at home, and architectural spaces is mine, to evoke a feeling of warmth and is loved and almost revered by the families. No mention of their criminal or violent backgrounds. It's dangerous because it makes BLM likable. After reading, watching, and listening to these stories, people would feel like they know the true BLM and the private person behind the BLM mask and that maybe this person was not as bad as all of the news coming out of the riots and violence and hatred seems to suggest and even prove in most cases. While many have dismissed Alicia Garza, the main founder and true leader of the BLM, her personal life is as irrelevant, her private persona is in fact painstakingly constructed to further her political ends. There is now a media landscape that absolutely feels surreal. These news stories fill your head with only positive images of the BLM. I personally am shocked at the extent of it and how easily they appeared and how easily they have been accepted as fact and truth. The media gushes, they have gardens that I'm sure, a Pelosi fondness for chocolate. All kinds of publications, from serious political journals to Time magazine, and even Animal magazine, were covering this story about the so-called real BLM. The New York Times and mainstream media publishes articles daily describing the day-to-day BLM activities and demands. Of course, conveniently leaving out the riots, the violence, the anarchy, the the arson, the criminal crimes, the assaults on police. These articles are usually admiring, even after the horrors of the nationwide riots and looting and violence where the BLM regime have begun to reveal themselves, their true selves. In the rise of this today's celebrity culture in the era, era of social media and a new mainstream media, some people have developed a strong desire to know what the private BLM is like behind the public facade. The propagandists took advantage of the new celebrity culture and even helped to shape it. Journalists, fake news media, seek out these behind-the-scenes stories because people demand it. I believe that we need to be much more critical of the industries that focus on innocent and lifestyle news. They really do have major influence. Although not necessarily true, and in most cases, absolutely not true. 
Combine this with terror to intimidate those who do not comply, such as beating people with sticks, torching police cars and buildings, smashing streets and streets and streets and streets of store glass windows, defacing statues and buildings. A new state propaganda apparatus headed by the BLM is manipulating and deceiving the American population and the outside world. Propagandists preaching an appealing message of national unity and a utopian future are resonating with millions of Americans. They are also waging campaigns that facilitated the persecution of non-BLM members and others excluded from their vision of the national community. The BLM acts as a moral crusader while in reality they are liars and thieves and falsely posing as a moralist and anti-racist organization. They're political and worse. It will surely seem grotesque someday in retrospect, but while the BLM is posing as a moral crusader, gallantly battling the forces of racism, iniquity, hatred, and even deceit and crime, many Americans horrified by the loosening of moral standards in America today are being duped by the BLM's promises of moral rejuvenation and an end to racism. Only some very small portion of the 4.3 million raised for the foundation only since June 1st that went to the BLM made its way to local groups helping demonstrators and those on the front lines. Where did the rest go? Of course it didn't. It's missing. Donors failed to fully vet the organization. People just believe blindly. It's propaganda. Millions of dollars in donations from Apple, Google, and Microsoft were all initially committed to the foundation but then retracted upon closer examination of the group. They're not that stupid. The BLM's project resonates with many who are disgusted by the rampant hedonism and hypocrisy of the Democrats and the liberals, even though they don't realize it, and technocratic expression of the modernistic project, or as an atavistic reaction against modernism, or as some blend of the two, reactionary modernism, or conservative revolution, or something completely unique. It's clear that the BLM promises a false resurrection or awakening of the American people that involves the revival of morality that they claim was in the process of decay and degeneration and an end to what they say is rampant systemic racism. Indeed, the BLM constantly proclaims that they stand for morality and decency, preaching the necessity of moral regeneration for the American people, while looting, rioting, and beating innocent people, and extorting store owners, all the while promoting violence, hatred, and anarchy. Their mantra is basically duty, loyalty, obedience, explaining that America needs a revival of these three virtues. However, anyone who disagrees will be punished in some way. These are not isolated examples. Moral regeneration or rebirth is a frequent refrain in the BLM's political sermons. The BLM constantly use morally loaded terminology to portray themselves and their movement as paragons of righteousness, despite what we see to the contrary on a daily basis with our own eyes. So has any of this sounded even remotely familiar? Well, it should. It was the Nazi party's propaganda tactics and actions. Exactly. I gleaned it from countless works, studies, and history books written by eminent scholars and historians on how Adolf Hitler rose to power and duped an entire nation. I only changed some names and dates to not show that fact 
and to see how many would recognize it. And now that you realize it, it is extremely easy to see how it exactly resembles, imitates, and follows the same dangerous and deadly path. This is the BLM in action. No difference. The label fascist has subsequently come to mean anyone liberals seek to ostracize or discredit, and today you can now add the word racist to that false narrative. Fascism is an amorphous ideology mobilizing an entire nation or race. Think Mussolini, Franco, Perón, and Hitler, of course, for a common purpose. Leaders of industry, science, education, the arts and politics, combined to shepherd society in an all-encompassing quest. Hitler's premise was a pure Aryan Germany capable of dominating Europe. BLM wants to dominate the United States. The Nazis continually depicted his, Hitler's struggle against Jewish materialism and Marxism as a principal fight against immorality. Today, it's white supremacy and racism, but it's still the same. The National Socialist German Workers' Party staged elaborate marches with uniformed workers calling one another comrade while toting tools to waste soldiers' shoulder rifles. And of course, we have seen similar tactics from the BLM movement. The bright red Nazi flag is now replaced by black slogan posters and black lives movement flags, where communists generally focused on class, Nazis fixated on race, Black Lives Matter style. Communists view life through the prism of a perpetual workers' revolution. National socialists use race, like they do today, as a metaphor to justify their nation's engagement in a phony existential struggle. The Nazis always staked claim to the moral high ground. Hitler always staked claim to the moral high ground, even when he violated the laws and norms of his society. Just like the BLM violates every law possible, but they get away with it. For example, in 1924, when he was on trial for treason, after the Beer Hall fiasco, Hitler freely confessed that he had committed the acts of which he was accused. However, he self-righteously insisted that he was not guilty of any crime because he was doing good, not evil. BLM does and can constantly portrays exactly the same type of behavior. The Nazis extolled public education, even banning private schools and instituting a fundamental reconstruction of our whole national education program, controlled by Berlin, in other words, by the government. Sound familiar? The liberals and Democrats and BLM have the same ideas. The comprehension of the concept of the state must be striven for by the local schools as early as beginning of understanding. In other words, control the minds of the children. That's what's being done today by propaganda and the fake news media. Even foreshadowing Michelle Obama, the state is to care for elevating national health. Nanny state intrusions reflect that persons are not sovereign but belong to the state. The Nazis even sought to outlaw meat after the war, blaming Germany's health problems on the capitalist, for example, Jewish food industry. The Nazis idealized public service and smothered private charity and with public programs. This is no different than today. This is exactly the same over and over and over again. Everything I'm reading is happening now. Today is, I'm, as I speak, as we, as we watch television, as we go about our daily lives, this is all happening. Wake up and pay attention. Hitler's election platform included 
an expansion on a large scale of old age welfare. Come on, that sounds familiar. It's happening. Nazi propaganda proclaimed, no one shall go hungry, no one shall be cold. Germany had universal health care and demanded that the state be charged first for providing the opportunity for a livelihood. Obama would relish such a jobs program. And people are doing it today, the Democrats and liberals. It's exactly what they're pushing. Fascism, Nazism, it's no different. It's absolutely almost word for word. In fact, it is word for word the same in most cases. On many issues, the Nazis align quite agreeably also with liberals on gun control. The Nazis enforced strict gun control, which made their agenda possible and highlights the absolute necessity of an armed populace. Are we destined to repeat the Nazis? The Nazis separated church and state to marginalize religion's influence. Hitler despised biblical morality and bourgeois middle-class values. Crosses were whipped from the public square in favor of swat stickers. Prayer in school was abolished and worship confined to churches. Church youth groups were forcibly absorbed into Hitler youth. This is too much. This is exactly what's happening today. It's been happening for a few years now, maybe longer. But right now, today, this is exactly what the Democrats, liberals, and Black Lives Matter movement wants and is pushing for and in some cases doing. Even Nazi Germany was the fullest culmination of Margaret Sanger's vision. She was the founder of Planned Parenthood, which changed its name from the American Birth Control Society after the Holocaust service. Although Nazi eugenics clearly differed from liberals' abortion arguments today, that wasn't necessarily true. Germany was first to enact environmentalist economic policies promoting sustainable development and regulating pollution. The Nazis bought into Rousseau's romanticized primitive man fantasies, living authentically in environs unspoiled by capitalist industry, was almost as cherished as pure Aryan lineage. This is exactly today's Green New Deal, the Republicans, the Black Lives Matter movement, the liberals. What is history but a fiction agreed upon, said Napoleon jokingly and need not have stayed for an answer. Many historians would concur today. Certainly, no one can overestimate the effect that exaggerations and outright lies have upon history. They affect events that have happened, that are happening, and that will happen. A well-told lie, as Dr. Joseph Goebbels, Hitler's master of propaganda, would have attested, is worth a thousand truths. The entire Nazi regime was built upon a foundation of lies. So is the BLM. It has hardly mattered that many of those who told the lies believed them to be truths. When I saw the glass in the streets in Atlanta, Minneapolis, Seattle, and many other American cities, I was sad. It reminded me of something. It's reminiscent of Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass, also called called the November Pogrom. It was a pogrom against Jews carried out by paramilitary forces and civilians throughout Nazi Germany on November 9th and 10th, 1938. The German authorities looked on without intervening. The name Kristallnacht, Crystal Night in English, comes from the shards of broken glass that littered the streets after the windows of Jewish-owned stores, buildings, and synagogues were smashed. 
Homes, hospitals, and schools were ransacked as attackers demolished buildings with sledgehammers. We all saw it on TV in Seattle, Minneapolis, Atlanta, other major cities across the United States. It's happening, people. It's happening. The Black Lives Matter movement, the liberals and the Democrats all together are repeating the horrors of Hitler and the Nazi party. It's exact. Everything I said is fact. Everything I read is fact. Everything exactly that happened so many years ago is happening again. Rioters have destroyed, back then in when Hitler's time, 267 synagogues and churches throughout Germany and Austria, and over 7,000 Jewish businesses were damaged or destroyed. Does it have to be any more familiar than this? This happened here. Synagogues have been attacked, burned, churches torched, arson, businesses smashed, looted, burned to the ground, put out of business. The te terrible existence of the Holocaust began with the idea that no human instinct was moral. Hitler described humans as members of races, some inferior, doomed to eternal and bloody struggle among themselves for finite resources. Black Lives Matter is pitting blacks against whites. Hitler did the same. Hitler denied that any idea, be it religious, philosophical, or political, justified seeing the other or loving the other as oneself. In other words, we can't love each other for who we are, what we are. We can't appreciate ourselves. It was all about the Nazi party. Today, it's all about the Democratic Party, the liberals, and now the BLM party. He also claimed that conventional forms of ethics were Jewish inventions. Today, common forms of ethics are white supremacist inventions, and that conventional states would collapse during the racial struggle. Hitler specifically, and quite wrongly, denied that agricultural technology could alter the relationship between people and nourishment. And the rise of celebrity culture, even back in the 1920s and 1930s, like it, 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 it does today, created a voracious appetite for information about the daily lives of the rich and famous. Same as today. And these people have known nothing, learned nothing, have nothing of intelligence to say. They have power. Hitler's team was quick to realize and exploit the public's hunger for this celebrity rage, pioneering PR strategies that are commonplace today. You see it happening today. Celebrities have more say than some politicians. Insanity. Journalists, back then writing for the English language press, gobbled up the propaganda, fueling a false image of Hitler by publishing glowing stories of the Fuhrer, even in the face of disturbing counter-realities. Just like today, no matter what we see, no one uses their common sense anymore. Very few people do. And despite what we see, we actually see on television, which today there's much, much more. It's inescapable. People believe counter-realities. They believe the opposite. Hitler's successful domestic makeover, engineered by his designers and publicists, underscores the need be far more critical of the industries that focus on home or lifestyle news, which I said before, which can have an enormous influence. We have to pay more attention. We can't believe everything immediately as gospel truth that comes out of the fake news media. Because when it comes to someone's media image, there's often more than meets the eye. 
even using Republicans as proxies, there was little remotely conservative about fascism. Hitler and Mussolini were probably to the right of our leading media and education establishments today. But labeling Tea Parties as fascists doesn't indict the right, indicts those declaring so as radically left, Democrats, liberals, and Black Lives Matter. In the immortal words of the great George Carlin, which still ring true today and perhaps more than ever, people are wonderful. I love individuals. I hate groups of people. I hate a group of people with a common purpose, because pretty soon they have little hats and armbands and fight songs and a list of people are going to visit at 3 a.m. So I dislike and despise groups, but I love individuals. Every person you look at, you can see the universe in their eyes, if you're really looking. The larger the group, the more toxic. The more of your beauty as an individual, you have to surrender for the sake of group thought. And when you suspend your individual beauty, you also give up a lot of your humanity. You will do things in the name of a group that you would never do on your own. Injuring, hurting, killing, drinking are all part of it and now drugs and worse because you've lost your identity because you now owe your allegiance to this thing that's bigger than you are and that controls you.